Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. An Erio's original. Welcome to The Mother of All Shows, the podcast that takes a deep dive into motherhood and parenting with a comedic twist. Because if we can't laugh that I've officially deemed a slip and slide as math and science homework, then we're all screwed. I'm your host, Kimmy Gatewood. We are back with another special pandemic episode of Mother of All Shows. Parts of the world are beginning to open up, but most of life is still on pause. But not everything can be postponed or handled on Zoom. For example, having a baby? So what is it like to be pregnant in these uncertain times? On the one hand, you don't have random strangers groping your belly and asking if you're sure you aren't having twins. But at the same time, you are socially distanced from your support network. That is why today I interview my pregnant friend and comedy writer, Hannah Lowe Payton. She recently wrote an essay for InStyle Magazine about how she is coping. But first, I speak with Alexandra Evangeliti. She's been a midwife for over 15 years and knows a thing or two about delivering babies. Here's our chat. How many births did you have last week? I had six in like 11 days, 10 days. Wow. Is that, is that normal? No, no, not at all. And I think what happened is the COVID thing happened and then all my clients like cervixes closed up and their, their hormones just were in a state of panic and it became you know, the world as we know it became so strange that labor just, you know, labor's most effective when you feel safe and you feel loved and held. So what is the biggest concern you're hearing from pregnant women right now? What if they transport? What if they transport to a hospital? Yeah. Like what if I have to go into the hospital? Does that mean you can't come with me? Mm -hmm. Um, Does that mean my partner can't be in the birth room with me? Um, will my baby be taken away from me? Mm-hmm. Um, like those are the three primary concerns. And then the other is, you know, the postpartum support. Um, you know, I live in LA and there are you know, wonderful postpartum doulas. We recommend for anybody who has the resources to get postpartum help because it's, you know, surreal what the shifts and changes are once a baby's on the scene and it's really difficult for our partners to take on all the added extra work that's required to help maintain the home and feed everybody good food and make sure that we have what we need. You know, I mean, it's like I see partners head spin like the exorcist. (laughs) And, you know, there's a lot of resentment and like, feelings of um, overwhelm on both sides. You know, it's not like just having the pregnancy and then giving birth, which are the most metabolically demanding experiences we're ever going to have. You don't get to tap out, you know, at that point, that's when you're now on like full-time 
no real breaks. There's no, you know, there's no, there's no stopping while you're trying to heal and your hormones are switching over um, while your body starts to make breast milk. I mean, it's, 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 it's absolutely overwhelming to be a new parent and then to not have an extra set of uh, comforting, supportive hands in the, in the home postpartum is, it's a disaster really, you know, for so many people. And it's, you know, a lot of people are having their parents come visit, which, you know, can add its own stresses. Um, but at least it's somebody who can help cook or help clean or do a load of laundry or do the dishes. And for many people, they don't have that right now, you know? Oh yeah. That is, uh, I have to say, like, I, I think this experience is probably likened most to when I had it, when Lottie was a newborn, because we were kind of sheltered in our house. The, the difference is, is that, you know, now you have to be selective in who you welcome into your little world because, or if you can at all, or, you know, because if you're like the, your parents may, may not be able to meet this child until she's or he's three months old. And that's so sad, you know, but uh, I, I've had a couple conversations with the immunocompromised person. Uh, and she said that finally, everyone understands what I'm going through every day. And I almost feel like now the world kind of un- rem- is reminded of what it's like to have a newborn. It's kind of like isolating and lonely and mm-hmm. overwhelming. And it's like, there's comfort in that, but also, the kind of sadness of missing that your mom coming over and cooking for you or taking the baby for a minute or it's, it's a strange time for sure, but um, memorable. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about early pregnancy stuff. Maybe you can shed some light um, on this. Uh, Most of my questions from uh, my listeners were about, you know, what advice do you have women trying to get pregnant or who are in their first semester, uh, semester? Oh my God. Here we go. Tiny brain. Who are in their first trimester of pregnancy? I know that there is not a lot of science out there right now, but uh, do you have any words of wisdom or advice for those women? You know, I think that the most important things are eat well, like that's, that's your best defense on having a low risk pregnancy right there. Eat well. Um, and manage your stress levels. If you are in a stressful relationship, if you are in a stressful job, if you are in a stressful living situation, um, ask for support. There are support systems out there for people who have no money. There are support mm-hmm. systems out there for people who do. Mm-hmm. You know, like get yourself into a place where you feel safe physically, where you feel um, like you are in a position to take care of yourself. Yes. I mean, that's comforting, right? It's like, What's the advice for someone currently in their first trimester during a global pandemic? It's pretty much the same, except, you know, just remember that, I mean, like, you're more, you're more vulnerable, you know, you are suddenly, quote unquote, immunocompromised in the eyes of medicine. So it's just, we, pregnant women get or on the lookout for listeria all the time anyway. So it's like, just add one more thing and keep trying to calm your mind and don't read the news. And <laughs> if you can, it's a good, good, uh, good reminder. Um, this is my big question to you. Like just in this bizarre time, if uh, somebody who didn't plan for a 
hospital birth, or I'm sorry, a home birth is suddenly faced with it. Can you walk them through what it's like? Like what, what is a home birth in your experience? Demystifying home birth. You know, it's, it's really about the emotional preparedness and then it's about making sure the house is safe. And then you have to have, um, the birth kit, which is all of our disposable supplies, um, many of us midwives carry tubs with us. So, you know, having a, you might even have your own fabulous tub at home, even better, you know, let's carry tubs with you around like in the back oh, of your car. Well, they blow <laughs> up. It's, you know, they're inflatable. So, ah! <laughs> so you can either have a baby or like have a little impromptu pool party. So maybe that's not the best pool. nice nice having a top in your living room for even just for a minute (laughs) um my uh, final question is um have you noticed any difference in um like the names of children during this pandemic no (laughs) no i'm like really desperately hoping there's like josh covid smith or something (laughs) no that's funny covies no but i did during the fires we had a lot of phoenixes i think i had two phoenixes or three phoenixes in like a very short period of time wow that's so funny i wonder if like when the name of the vaccine comes out then there'll be a lot of vaccine names (laughs) that's that's funny phoenix that's a that's awesome Well, thank you so much. And I hope that you are safe and that you have many more successful births um, uh, ahead of you. Hopefully not 10 in, uh, what was it? Six, 11 days. What was it? It was six. You know what? Here's what's going to happen. Now I have three weeks off and I'm going to be like, scratching my myself and being like, I need a birth. Like, you know, where's my oxytocin? Maybe um, I'll sign up for your um, your uh, meal delivery service. You can bring me some very healthy Ezekiel bread. Are you pregnant? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just tired of cooking. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. To learn more about Alex, go to her website and check out her podcast, Under the Hood. I would highly recommend the fourth trimester episode. And now on to my interview with my friend and soon-to-be new mom, Hannah Lopayton. Well, I haven't got to squeeze you in person, but congratulations on Thank having you. a baby. It's a, it's a crazy time to have a child. Um, you're not alone, so that's got to feel somewhat good. Yes. You are doing it. Yes. I just saw on Instagram, there was a woman who had, who was a pregnant woman with coronavirus and was knocked out when she um, <sighs> had to induce her into a coma. Oh <laughs> my God. And I was like, uh, isn't this the 1950s again? <laughs> yeah, seriously weird but i mean the the thing about childbirth is that you don't know and then like something that has never happened in our lifetime for many many years is happening now Mm -hmm. i can't even possibly imagine how you're feeling how are you feeling (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's been very up and down like right now I'm feeling fine. (laughs) This exact moment. Um, I mean, I mostly like have come to terms with my first worry when this started was like, what are the hospitals going to look like? Mm -hmm. I mostly feel okay about that now because I think by the time I deliver, which is seven ish weeks away, Mm -hmm. like we're, we're already seeming to be past the peak and like nothing, at least at the hospital where I'm delivering, like nothing in labor and delivery has been affected. 
as far as like, like, you know, there's no COVID patients there. And they actually have, last time I talked to my doctor, he's like, there has not been a single case of COVID in labor and delivery. So that was great. Um, so I'm less worried about that. I don't know. Like, I know that Steve will be there with me for the delivery. I've heard some people like the husband has to leave after a couple hours. I don't think that's the case for us. I think he, but I think he can't like leave and come back if he's like, let me go pick up some food for us or something. Right. So, um, but that's fine. And we won't have any visitors. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like, okay, about like what the hospital experience is going to be. Am I going to have to wear a mask? Possibly. You know, I mean, uh, not ideal, but it's fine. That's a very healthy attitude to have about it, Hannah. I'm trying. (laughs) I also have like always had like, as far as like my birth plan, my birth plan is like, I want an epidural and I don't want a vacuum and that's it. And whatever else happens, happens. Mm-hmm. that's good so I'm trying to like you know be so chill um like I <laughs> never am <laughs> I mean and I think like the biggest part is just like the right after having the baby like that's the thing that's going to look really different we were planning on having like a day or two by ourselves and then my parents were going to come out and that's obviously not going to happen or very unlikely to happen and having friends coming over to visit is not going to happen. So that's yeah. the stuff that's like ugh, a bummer. And even just like how I pictured my maternity leave of, you know, living in Los Feliz and like taking the baby out in the stroller and going for hikes and, you know, going to meet friends for coffee. I actually have a really good friend who's due like the week before me who lives in the neighborhood. So we were excited. And, you know, it's that's not what it's going to look like most likely. But yeah, not for a little while. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's when Lottie was born, it was the measles outbreak, like right when she was mm. born. And um, it was like a, it was like next level fear. Cause you're just like, this baby cannot be vaccinated. Yeah. Do I live in constant fear or do I just make like uh, assessments about like calculated risk? Not saying like, you know, let's take her to Disneyland. Uh, uh, <laughs> hear it, you know, but like, you know, just calculated risk of like, you gotta, yes. you gotta be able to like, live your life and keep your mental health. Yes, definitely. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is obviously nothing compared to the um, measles outbreak. (laughs) But then on another level, it's like the measles is far more dangerous for the baby than COVID is. That's so. Yes. Yeah. But there's obviously more restrictions around COVID that you just can't get around. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, we have a mutual friend who had a baby during like at the beginning of this uh, epidemic and, or pandemic, I should say. Um, pan- epidemic is small. Pandemic is huge. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I think um, probably the, the strangest thing is just like the isolation afterwards, you know, because yeah. so much of chat, like, Childbirth itself is definitely like you, you have expectations of what you want and most likely most of them uh, go awry. <laughs> or they, or <laughs> exactly. I don't know. But it's like the after part and people have been doing things like, you know, these remote meal trains and mm-hmm. you know, baby drive-bys like Michael Jackson style, hold your baby out the window. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a porch, so right. that'll work perfectly. So how is your husband doing? He's doing all right. He lost his job like right away. Great. <laughs> like Great. right away. Industry. So yeah. 
Right. And he's so- he's in the restaurant industry. So he'd actually, he had gotten out of the actual restaurants and he was working in um, purchasing. So he was basically like the person restaurants said to him, here's what I need to order. And he worked with the farms and made sure that like they had the right from the farmer's market, like the right produce, whatever. And he would be like, the tomatoes are really great from this farm. You should get this. And they'd be like, great, cool. Um, so he like, I think it was day two of shelter in place. He got laid off, which we knew was going to happen because his orders like went, you know, way, way down. So that's another big question is like, is he, he's technically furloughed. Is he going to go back to that job? Is he going to go back to another job? What is the restaurant industry going to look like? Mm -hmm. On the one hand, I'm really glad that like he's home and that he's not out there working right now, Mm -hmm. especially because I'm not doing anything other than, going for like short walks but i'm not going to the grocery store my doctor was like just stay away from people so <laughs> Steve oh, cool. is... <laughs> uh, stay away from everyone bliss, relying on social media <laughs> for like validation <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But like, so I'm glad that he's home and you know honestly i'm i'm eating better than i've ever eaten in my life because he's making dinner every night um and he's bored so he's like (laughs) yeah it's really good (laughs) um yeah and i think i'm just like glad that he's not like out there exposing himself (laughs) that sounds funny but you know what i mean (laughs) with with the trench coat and uh and just party underneath Um, yeah. Uh, uh, did you have a baby shower? No. So actually it was like right before this started, we were very hesitant. I was very hesitant to have any sort of baby shower because I carry the Judaism superstition, (laughs) the Jewish superstition. And we're like, you don't do anything until the baby's born. As we've gone along, I felt more and more confident, but like this, like, cause everything, past like we had a scare at six weeks but everything past that like went really really well and I think once we had like our 20 I think it was like a 23 weeks we had our fetal anatomy scan and it was like okay this baby's fine like everything's gonna be fine and like we're gonna need stuff so we have to do something so my sister was planning like a barbecue a very chill non-shower gathering where it was just like (laughs) friends together and I was like no games we're just going to like have people there eating food. And it just like, just so happens that we're having a baby soon. Oh my God. You're so funny. You're hilarious. <laughs> it's still a baby shower, Hannah. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, at one point my sister was calling it a baby cue and Steve was like, no, that sounds like we're going to eat the baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... they, they, they have um, paperless posts that are called baby cues. So. Yeah. <laughs> So it was like, I think, honestly, they just decided on the date. And then this all happened. So it was like, okay, we're pushing that back. So there is a virtual shower happening this weekend. 
Oh, that's great. And yes. So I don't know what it's going to be like. I did give my sister permission. I was like, you can do games because I don't know what else we would do. I'm trying to picture like what games your sister's going to plan because like, uh, Maddie has a zoom call with her, um, pre-K and mm-hmm. like say hi. They're basically just like, Hey, um, 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 <laughs> that's how I imagine all zoom calls now. <laughs> I mean, even on a work call yesterday, it was like three of us were like trying to make a point. You just had to keep waiting to be like, uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm just hoping my sister will just like, well, and here's the good thing. My sister is a high school teacher. So she's like the perfect person oh my God. to be running this. <laughs> so you wrote an essay in InStyle Magazine, which was amazing. Um, you are such a brilliant writer and it was really nice to hear, um, you know, it's just such an honest take on what it's like to be pregnant, you know, and especially the stuff about, you know, the, the, the fear and anxiety around like the ever changing rules of like your husband can be in the room, your husband can't mm-hmm. be in the room. And like, you just, I'm proud of you for just making a decision, like what you need to kind of get through this birth. And, you know, how are you feeling and how are you coping without the uh, direct family support? On the one hand, like at at this point right now, well, my parents were supposed to come out just for a visit, Mm -hmm. like in the middle of April and that was canceled. Um, They were supposed to come out like my dad had like, he always says like, here's my our trips for the year. And they were coming out in December and then they were going to be back in February and then in March. And I was like, this is too much. You have to scale back these trips. You cannot come out every two weeks. And yeah. and they did. And now I feel really bad about it. And I was like, I will never do that to them again. Because if this pandemic hadn't happened, like I would have seen them since December. But because of everything that went down, I haven't seen them since then. And I'm really sad about that. And like, they haven't really gotten to like see me pregnant. I mean, I was pregnant in December, but I wasn't like, you know pregnant Um, pregnant. (laughs) I'm like pregnant (laughs) so you know I like definitely am sad about that other than that like I probably wouldn't have been seeing them around this time but they're insisting that they're gonna be able to come (laughs) in June and I'm just like I don't know they they actually have recovered from COVID um thank god Yes, they lied to me and didn't even tell me they had it. My dad kept coughing on the phone. I was like, are you okay? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. So they were sick for like two weeks. They're fine. They actually haven't been tested, but they talked on the co- to the COVID hotline. They talked to a friend who's a doctor, and everyone was like, yes, you definitely have this. Stay home. You know, things never got serious. Um, so they're waiting to get tested for antibodies. But, like, there's no proof that the antibodies make you immune. So when they told me about it, they were like, by the way, we've had it. So we're fine to come out. But this is before we knew that like, they might not be immune. Mm. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be really, really hard to not have like, at least my mom out here for a little bit. So yeah, but like, it was part of the plan to like, to have my mommy out here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. (laughs) Yeah, that is that is so hard. And especially because it's probably one of like you'll find that it's a shared experience that you didn't know you were gonna have with your mother, you mm-hmm. know, in terms yeah. of the feeling of having a child and you're like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you're so annoying. Because <laughs> <laughs> you love me this much. 
Yeah. Um, but that that's something that you still can share with her because they're exactly. And you know what? Like to tell you the truth, mom's advice is all old anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, 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 sure. Can you just send me some lunch, please? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, how how are you coping? Um, is there like another coping mechanism that you've found? Crying. They're <laughs> <laughs> um, like not really. tears. Um, they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> nice and so it's like a salted rim. Um, <laughs> You know, I'd love to say because I was trying to do, like, I was doing some of the dancing in the beginning. You know, I take the classes at the sweat spot, and, like, that was my thing. I was still going to class even up to when this started. So I was just about six months pregnant. I was still going to dance class every Sunday and, like, you know, getting through it. Yeah. Um, but I was hoping to still be doing that. And Ryan Heffington is, has become, like, gigantic and is having all these stars, and he's doing this dance thing almost every day. And I just, like, I basically just watch it and kind of like <laughs> pop my shoulders. <laughs> Dance has always been the thing that's gotten me out of my head, but I just don't have the energy for it now. Oh my God. So, so I watching someone dance. I'm obsessed with that. I love it. <laughs> pretty much. And then like I told Steve the other day, because I was having a really tough weekend. I was like, look, I think what I need to do is like maybe every two hours, just put on a song and like dance to it. And I've tried to do that over the last couple of days, but like the most dancing I can do is just like a bouncy walk. And that's about it. You know what? That works. You could just tap your toes, like do a little finger wag. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should do like perfect some late pregnancy dancing, which is just like a lot of finger wagging and like drawing with your finger. I don't know. <laughs> We just have a dance called the bump. Yes, yes, I love it. Oh yeah. Um, well, I could um also have Lottie call you at any point because she's just discovered the song Gangnam Style. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the the only new movie for children that's come out is Trolls World Tour. <gasps> yes, and uh, so there are all these like songs from the early two thousands that they uh, oh, like so Who funny. Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> Oh no! Why would they do that to parents? <laughs> so she just has been calling people and saying, "Like, okay, I'm gonna dance for you." To get those so cute. I'll hook you up. Um. Yes, please. <laughs> so, other than you know, don't go outside, don't interact with people. What advice have you gotten from your doctor? Um, he's actually been like pretty chill about everything. He was like. He, he did say, you know, go for walks, get outside, still exercise. He actually still still have sex. We haven't really discussed. I'm, I'm hoping at this next appointment, and I've still been going into the office. Like, at some point, he was like, we can do telehealth if that's what you prefer. And as long as the baby's moving. But he's like, I do want to keep an eye on blood pressure because this is when the time, you know, when preeclampsia would show up. Yeah. Uh, I thought about getting my own cuff, which I probably should have, but I haven't. But it, there's no one at the office. Like we've been in a couple times and I feel fine. Mm-hmm. And I know some people who like partners aren't allowed. I called them and they said it was fine. So like, you know, and I saw other women one time, Steve didn't come with me like a few weeks ago, but this last appointment he came, we wore our masks. It was funny. Cause we saw this couple 
And it looked like she was definitely, I know they're only seeing pregnant people right now. Yeah. She must've been pretty early and they were both wearing gloves and she kept taking off her glove to check her phone and then putting it back on. And I'm like, I don't think you understand (laughs) how the gloves work. (laughs) Like, just don't wear the gloves and don't touch anything and wash your hands after. Like, you might as well just do that. Can you tell me what's been helpful and what has been unhelpful during this time? Um, helpful has been, I think, just, like, talking to friends and family. Also, like, the fact that I'm working from home right now is actually kind of a blessing in disguise. Although I, I do wonder, like, maybe I'd have more energy if I was getting up every day and, like, heading into work. Mm-hmm. But, um... Right, the, you know, I want to sit on the couch. Yay, um, what am I going to have for coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but like right now I'm like, oh, I can go work on, from the couch. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't have a meeting for a couple hours. And like my boss is very, very cool and understands everything. Like, I don't have a meeting for a couple hours. I want to lay down and like have a half an hour nap. That's fine. Um, Honestly, there hasn't been like anyone or anything that has been unhelpful. Mostly, like, people have been really positive. The only thing that's, like, unhelpful in general in pregnancy is that it does feel like every month I hit, someone had a story of someone who was a month ahead of me who had a miscarriage. (laughs) What? It felt like every time I, like, got further along in my pregnancy, it'd be like, oh, I'm four months now. Like, oh, you're four months? My friend had a miscarriage at five. Like, oh, God. Why? Like, those stories kept like finding me and I would just be like, what? Don't tell me. Why are you talking? Stop. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that like- hasn't been happening lately. You know, what's funny about you. I just, just occurred to me asking about unhelpful things is like, yes, hearing those stories is terrible. Like there's always something people accidentally say to pregnant people that you're like, God damn mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, like oh you having the baby tomorrow or like um you'd have twins like fuck yourself uh are you gonna pop shut up uh but you know you have avoided one of the most annoying things is just randoms coming up and touching your belly all the time i have thought about that yes i have not like because i really i mean i was showing certainly before we went in but i haven't been like as big yeah. And yeah, I haven't had anyone random. Like, no one is seeing me. No one's commenting on how big I am. Mm, someone saw a picture and commented. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> still finds a way. Yeah, I have been able to avoid that. It's funny. I kind of got, um, <laughs> I think I put this up on Twitter and then I immediately took it down. I filmed, I was just feeling really bored and I filmed myself in my kitchen pretending I was talking back to someone about ordering coffee. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not having that experience of someone being like, "You shouldn't have caffeine," and me being like, "Um, actually, I'm allowed to have caffeine. Thank you very much." <laughs> I was kind of looking forward to that experience, and I never had it. <laughs> oh my god! Like you don't have to deal with like at a restaurant the death stares when you have wine, and they like look at the wine. Yep. Your belly. They look at the wine. You're like, it's it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> my doctor says it's fine. Sushi, all of it. Oh man. Um, I guess do you have any uh advice for any maybe moms that are early in their pregnancy, like how you've been able to kind of adjust your expectations? I mean, I think that's the whole thing is like just letting go of any expectations. And that's what I learned throughout the I mean, just even getting pregnant because obviously like this did not go the way we had intended. You know, we tried for a year, basically, 
Mm-hmm. And then um, before we got, before I got tested and found out my numbers were low and then, you know, the first egg retrieval didn't go as well as I wanted it to go. And so it was just constantly like, okay. And I think I, we were like, we're not going to do one more than one egg retrieval. And then it was like, well, I guess we're going to do more than one egg retrieval. We want right, to right. have more than one kid. <laughs> so um, or even have, like a good chance. I will say the one the one embryo that came out of that first egg retrieval is the baby inside me, but we didn't know that he was going to make it. Oh, um, boy. What a little so, I know he's like the fighter. All the other ones just failed, but he came out the winner. Um, so he got first shot and he did it. <laughs> so, yeah. But you know, I mean, it was constantly like constantly adjusting your expectations. And so like, of course a pandemic, why not? What else can you throw at me? And and that's why I kept like my birth plan like so not a plan other than like a few couple things because I just know that you can't there's just no way to know what's gonna happen. And this has hit home with that more than anything. And so yeah, I think it's just like keep an open mind. As long as you have a healthy baby at the end, it's all fine. This is great um training for newborn and uh, I'm really I'm just so excited for you guys I think thank you he's gonna be it's you know they call it the longest shortest time for a reason you know it this newborn phase feels like it goes forever and then it's just poof they're gone and they're farting in your face (laughs) 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 I call you boo-boo butt constantly um but, (laughs) but uh yeah I mean the 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 good news is is that it's like it's not that much different than what you would be going through anyway because you can't really have yeah. many people over and exactly you just gotta wash their hands so like you're gonna yep. be good when people can come visit. <laughs> I'm not even gonna have to tell them like please wash your hands before they'll know. Yeah, they'll they be doing know. it all the time anyway. You don't have to be the person I mean, that like purels at the front door and they're like really Kimmy really and you're like sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fresh. It's a it's a fresh mammal. It, uh, <laughs> <not even> <laughs> Ooh, your fresh mammal's gonna be so cute. Oh, I mean, the overwhel- The truth is, like, out of everything else, I'm feeling the overwhelming feeling is definitely excitement. I, you know, we have wanted this baby for a long time. I cannot wait to meet him. I cannot wait for him to stop kicking my organs. <laughs> <laughs> very very excited good I'm glad you can listen to more from Hannah on her podcast Encore Encore a recap and appreciation podcast about the Disney Plus show Encore available on iTunes we will have a link to Hannah's essay in our show notes it's a great piece and a good reminder we are all in this together life does go on and I can't wait to meet your baby keep dancing I want to thank my guests, Alexandra Evangeliti and Hannah Lopayton. I'd also like to give a shout out to all the pregnant women out there. You got this. Please reach out to me through our website, motherballshows.com. If you have any questions, thoughts, or topics you'd like to hear. We are also all over social media at MOASpod. This podcast is produced by Jen Perry Leamy. Music by Jerome Curtinbach and edited by Tracy Levy. I'm a proud part of the Erios Network. Please subscribe and rate the Motherball Shows on Apple, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you listen. It would really help us out like a four pack of toilet paper. That's all I really need, man. We will have links to the topics and resources we discussed today on our website. Wash your hands and don't mom shame.
Here's a few more judgments for all you pregnant and nursing moms who get to miss out on all the public shaming. Should you be exercising while you're pregnant? Oh my God, you're huge. Are you sure you're six months pregnant? You look like you're going to go any second now. <laughs> Are you breastfeeding? Breast is best. Can I look at your breast? Can I touch your breast? Honk, honk. <laughs> Erios. Powered by ACAS. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 